Heat and podcasts, eh? I-O-U-A-E-I-O-U. Who knew that heat and podcasts are so tough? So tough, isn't it? Fucking hell. It's something so... I feel it's going to be... I thought it was going to be hard for me to entertain. Yeah, in this heat. Yeah. Mate. Unbelievable. Oh, he's chatting about Bradley Wiggins, isn't he? No. Oh, wow, this was going to be a surprise. I fucking knew it. All right, yeah, we can chat about Wiggins and his big announcement in a minute. We've got some good punter feedback on Joe's Bradley Wiggins chat as well. Though, so Have it's we? all good, yeah. What's the punter feedback? Well, when he talks about Bradley Wiggins, I'll tell you. Could you start now and use this as a bit of an intro and all? This is what I was going to use my intro. All right, go on, mate. <laughs> all right, all right, no, go no, on, no. Then. no, start, start <laughs> the pod. All right, then, welcome back to Flix Radio. I don't know what episode number we're up to now, uh, but we've been away for a... How long has it been? A couple of weeks? I say two, yeah. Two or three weeks. I feel like a lot's happened since we last recorded. But that could just be I don't know, has it actually been that long? Maybe it's been three weeks, you know. You might be right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I suppose I've done yeah, I've been I've been, been quite well travelled in the past couple of weeks. You could say you've been out here. Oh, oh anyway, right. no, we'll get to that, we'll get, yeah, to, we'll that. get to that. Um You can okay. ask us you can ask us how we are. No, or? no, wait. <laughs> Punters, you can hear from the sounds that I'm joined with Carlos and Joe. <laughs> say hello. Hi, Panos. Yeah, Carlos. You're out there, listener. Just to warn you, look, Carlos is a bit hot, and he's already announced. He's announced to the group, of which I've agreed with it. It's going to be hard to entertain today, but we're going to do all we can because we're not, we're not fair weather fans. We put in the graft for your enjoyment. So, both of you, how are you doing? How have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I'm extremely hungover. <laughs> um, been away to the seaside this weekend. Yeah. Couldn't have been more lucky with the global warming. Um, yeah, it's on a right tree, isn't it? So yeah, it's been a bit of a heavy one. Thanks, Bolsonaro, for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone's got some more kindling under. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Bols. <laughs> yeah, really topped up my turn. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, we can come on to that. But it was a banging little bank holiday weekend away. Sweet. Right. Well, we, we we will delve into that later on. We'll do more of a thorough catch up on how we've been. But yeah, just to echo to the listeners. Uh, we're recording this the Monday, no, it's Tuesday, isn't it? The Tuesday after um, Bank Holiday. Um, and we said that we tried recording Hanging before and we'd never do it again. We then did it again and we're now doing it doing it again. And in 30 degree heat. And in 30 degree heat, I, for one, feel absolutely mm. hilarious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Joe, how are you feeling? You're more built for this kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm alright, actually, but I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you two and a large portion of the punters, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, just because I was scrolling through um, scrolling through Twitter today and a little little article yeah. popped up. Caught your eye. It goes something a bit like, Bradley Wiggins, that's Sir Brad, <laughs> takes, takes degree to pursue new career as social worker. And all I want to say about that, all I want to say about that is if his life wasn't already tailor-made for a biopic, <laughs> then like it really is now. This is the Bradley Wiggins fanboy dream, isn't it? What an absolute joke. Bradley Wiggins becoming a social worker is possibly the most unremarkable, boring thing 
<laughs> oh yeah. In the in the in the 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 subheading or whatever it says quotation marks. I don't give a shit about my cycling career. I'm detached from it. <laughs> well, he's, um, he's what he's doing there is a uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic trying too hard to not try too hard. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it again. Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Bradley Wallen. Wiggins, birds of a feather. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, so anyway, the the illustrious career has taken yet another <laughs> another turn. Another fascinating turn for and Brad. Yeah, so just to start the show, anyway, listeners, a little hit out. Yeah, yeah. To, to you well, two, to me, to Punders, and Carlos, to you two. Um, it's thirty degrees for, for offending. For, for, hang on, it's thirty degrees, and we've just been burnt <laughs> for offending me. But most importantly, for offending for offending Sir Brad. <laughs> well. That was putting a quite definitive tone from you, like to the point had been won. But I've got some feedback from the punters that I hadn't even shared with you guys. Are you really, are you allowed to name who it's come from? It was from Big Willie Coop from Chef. Yeah, shout out Will. But he basically was messaging me about the podcast, giving it some like big ups, all that stuff. Yeah, that we've come to be used to now. Yeah. But uh, I find it I find it boring now. <laughs> yeah, I find so, it boring. People say we're incredible. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should get some more negative reviews so we can get the beef going again. Yeah. Because we never pursued any beef because we're just getting on well with everyone. unanimously loved, yeah. But yeah, Wilson um, listened to the Maradona podcast, which he said we'd hit our pinnacle in. But he also said Joe's Bradley Wiggins shout was just the worst shout ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is coming from one of the nicest people in the world as well. He had a large amount of crying emojis after he said it. I'm rolling my eyes right now. (laughs) Big Will. (laughs) Right then, so we kind of skirted around the subject of being hanging, but how, Joe, a little update for the punters, is still very much, am I right in saying unemployed? I am, I am. Un- unemployable. The unemployment diaries go on. Um, so he hasn't had the pleasure of being in work today. Carlos, I know you've been in work today. Lewis, I've been in work today. Um, I had one of the most hilarious... I, what I think is... And I, I'll, I hope no one, I mean, no one from work really cares slash listens to this, but <laughs> it's, it's jokes, the idea that I was paid today to like go to work and think for money. I lit like... I'll tell you how I started. I knew today was going to be funny because I started on a southeastern train going in and I was sat in, actually sat in Deptford Station and I couldn't get my head around, I literally for minutes on end, couldn't get my head around what bit, what bit of the train starts moving when the train's moving. Because for some reason in my head, I've, I thought that surely the front bit has to go, has to speed up. And the like, the bit at the back can't catch up yet. So there's just, it's just like stretching the train. I couldn't get it into my head that the bit at the front would be going just as fast as as the bit at the very back. Right. So that will set the tone for my day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. To be honest, Lewis, um, yeah. I've never had that thought, and yeah, it plagued me. In fairness, if this was any other day, yeah. I would trash you for that. <laughs> but now I've got my mind thinking surely like, you doesn't. know with your bike yeah the back wheel gets going first yeah right so you can you you, you know how the power's being generated mm. trains now because back in the day steam trains yeah. they were loading up the coal from the front yeah that's where it was wasn't it wasn't yeah it? pluming up the front oh yeah so modern Shooting day electric trains what happens where's it is it generated from the back or front does it not just come from like everywhere 
This is the, this is the kind of stuff that we need to know. We need an engineer on the pod. Yeah. But yeah, Lewis, you know what? Thanks. I can get Thanks. on board with that story. Just about. Not, <laughs> I don't not, know how entertaining it is. But is, it's there not the, is there not like the bit that goes like the like big thing that you can't touch like down the middle of the track? Yeah, I don't know how much that's true or not. Yeah, is that just a myth? Yeah, is that a myth that there's one bit that you can't touch and the rest you can touch? Like the live, sure? like the yeah, live, the live, the live wire. Some would say. Nah, mm. people have definitely been electrocuted in my lifetime, Lewisham Station. I remember a story once. I think a boy got electrocuted being on the tracks. But which bit did he touch? Apparently, it's the middle, the middle, middle two, thick, wire, thick yeah, one. middle two thick ones. So they've got a lot of electricity or something, and then must have tons. Mate, I don't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, every time, every time I, thought. every time I walk by a train track, I do look and look at the one in the middle and think, God, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not going to touch yeah, that. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still do to this day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember back in the when day. When you first get taught that. <clears throat> When I was quite young, because I remember back in the day, like Kidbrook Station, yeah. coming home from football, or Blackheath Station, if you were there at like, um, kind of like 8.30 on a week, on a weeknight in winter mm. when it's dark, no one's really about, <clears throat> like that's when often those kids, the kids who had way more balls than you would ever have, mm, would, would be out running up and down tracks. Yeah. And then always Blackheath Station, I think there might have been a time when there was some like artificial bridge or something, but... It was undeniably the quickest way to just bop across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always used to see kids, maybe even kids I vaguely knew from the area doing it. I was so jealous that I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I've ne- never I'm never going to be that bad. I've never had that. G- I've, I've I've been a sensible human being my own heart. I think it's my downfall. Yeah, I'm quite dull because of it. I've no, been a so sen- I've been, I've always I've understood the risk of stuff since I was like three. <laughs> No, I, mean? I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I've, never, I've never dream of. What, going across a <laughs> You're mad. You could literally get hurt. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even want to like climb big trees. Wait, this is the extent like, All you do it. is get to the top and you could fall. <laughs> what's the point? Literally, what's the point? I don't like rugby, yeah, but I remember in school they used to make us play rugby. And I played it for like two years against my will. Yeah. And then I'm so... Not Wilson se- Coote. Nah, shout out Wilson there. All right, good For enough. the second time. But I'm so sensible that... I was playing on the wing and in like the first five minutes it was the first game of the season as well so my head wasn't in rugby anymore so I can't be bothered yeah. this guy's just running at me full speed and my sensible gene just came out I was like I'm just going to step aside and let the guy <laughs> score a try <laughs> I just like got and like five minutes out I got dragged off and never played rugby again <laughs> but that's how sensible we are yeah like, yeah. even in a game of rugby I just yeah nah what's taking the, the sensible route what was the point when you could literally could get a little bit hurt <laughs> no point <laughs> I was once I was once I was once unsensible when I was went like, one time ever once yeah <laughs> went skiing and was like doing I didn't know how to ski really I'd never been taught I'd never done it but I was trying to like push myself to go down like really whatever you'd call like a hard one like sheer face and I was just going for it. I remember thinking, I remember getting to the bottom like that's literally the maddest thing I've ever done <laughs> what a boring break <laughs> no I can't, I can kind of. I can kind of like vouch for that. Yeah. Just because I did, I went for exactly the same thing. I went on my uni ski trip in second year and I'd never been before. Yeah, and I'd yeah. actually booked lessons for like two hours at the beginning of each day. Um, and I went to the first lesson and it was, I mean, it was literally like baby shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just, I was with, I was staying there with uh, like six other guys and they're all like very experienced skiers. And I literally learned more with them just like mm. taking me up to a, to a slope and just pushing me down. Just saying, go. 
yeah. than I, I would have learned in like whatever is like ten hours of lessons yeah, with yeah. with like Which with the teacher. A ton as well. Yeah. Oh, it did cost a ton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think money's the only thing I'm not sensible <clears throat> of then. No, nah, there, there's ways that we'd probably not say on the pod that we're not sensible, but I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about what is the outright most dangerous thing I've ever done. Yeah, like the the closest I've ever come to dying. I think you know what? It probably cycling to work the other day. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Joe. Good, good, because that can be cut out because I, I don't want the most dangerous thing I've ever done to be cycling to work. <laughs> no, nah, that's slaying it now. I might be Fuck. single one day. I've still got to attract a lady. <laughs> I am Carlos. Oh, Formerly unemployed. Sometimes I cycle to work. Don't I? <laughs> Maybe if you cycle to work like and you didn't have any arms, <laughs> that would be that would kind of almost qualify as being a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> But not just <laughs> not just cycling to work. No, there's a story behind it. But it's just not that you. interesting. But I did almost die. I was I was very, very close to dying, I can't lie. Oh god. Right, no, that's yeah, that intro's gone better than expected then. So um yeah, hit us up with I don't know, some of your daredevil facts if you want. If you think you can beat Carlos's most dangerous thing he's ever done cycling to work. Uh <laughs> me and Joe having nothing we've done really apart from falling over on Let's be honest, snow, which is what is the closest you've come to dying? To dying, yeah, or to, or to being just fucking yourself. Probably that moped crash. Okay, yeah, yeah. Shout out to season two or what? Shout out. That was probably about like three episodes ago. Fair. Three or four. I felt like I was I was close to dying when I went surfing. Ooh. Um, in Sri Lanka, and what part? Of so the Lan- gone... what part of the Lanka were you in? Is that not an arrogant, um, arrogant, arrogant bay flex or what? Marissa, maybe. Okay, okay. Marissa, that I might be wrong there, but yeah, it's a place where where the where the sand is black. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. dark sand. Yeah, yeah not where I was weird. Going. But anyway, um, when you when you learn to surf, like the first, uh, the first thing you do is like go want. This is literally. I'm, I apologise to any surfers because <laughs> <laughs> I'm extru- I'm very, not very well versed at all in in surfing lingo. Yeah. But once the wave has already broken, yeah. You just like once it's a ripple. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's when you when you like go along and get on your board. Yeah. And then I thought like I did quite well at that, so I thought I'd be a big man and go where all of the. <laughs> you like when you see like videos of surfers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Where like, when the wave is breaking, that's when surfing. you get there. Yeah, that's when you get on. That's when you like yeah. stand on your board, you like as the wave is breaking. If you're probably you know, good, it like then... curls around, yeah. mm. curls around you. If you're good, you can tube it. <laughs> That's where you go along it while it's breaking. Is that the most dangerous story ever? <laughs> you're starting to remind me of some dangerous things. Go on, Joe. Come on, it's getting good. Yeah, anyway. literally standing on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna like give it a pop. Like I'll just yeah. like copy what someone else is doing. And I'd had no idea how like difficult it is to like stand it's up. Solid in it. And I literally just like fucking like snapped the board, like completely just flopped. And you're literally like getting yeah, yeah. Like, ru- like, by a big old powerful wave. And I was like, well, like this this could be it. <laughs> Jesus, this could be it. But I mean I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. As nice. with all of our stories, we were ultimately absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I t- I've just been reminded we must sound like dickheads right now talking about our exotic like travelling deaths but <laughs> like oh no that was, i said that no, so I, wrong you know what i mean like um you nearly died on the old kent road so that makes up for it <laughs> anyway 
Just a cycling comment, really. Yeah. That's all it was. No, no, because I was going to say, he was actually in Woolwich, but <laughs> so boring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, what's another nearly exotic? So, Joe being in, saying girl. the word tubing and being in Sri Lanka reminded me two of my actual, three of my actual really dangerous things that happened. So, one was a quick one with DJT. Yeah. We went out for food in Belize City. Um, Snob, punts, get them off the air. <laughs> It's embarrassing. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then when we were in there, literally, if you think <laughs> you're outside a room. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is actually well. No, this is yeah, good. you're a fucking idiot. No, <laughs> this is good. This is so good. I was just playing on the, the uh, uh, travelling, devil's yeah, advocate yeah. who talks about his travelling stories. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we're in this restaurant and it's like grilled windows, like bars you can see outside. And then literally, I'd say 10 metres from where we're sitting... So that's factoring the size of the restaurant, which was small, and then the road outside. Mm. We just hear like a car screech, like screech up, and then like pop, 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 like three shots, and then you just hear this woman start screaming. Like it's old, like it was definitely an old woman, and you just hear just shooting, and then mm. afterwards all these cars start going mad. You just hear like for a good ten minutes, just shots back and forth. Yeah, and then basically we were all in the restaurant with the guys like and they were like saying oh this shit happens all the time and then um yeah basically this woman who was a gang member's baby mum got shot to death in her head next to her mum and then we were in there and then all his gang came out and were just shooting back so there were literally bullets flying around and then when we left we left it like 10 minutes and the guy was like you know what now's probably the safest time to be here because that's just happened, so it's, it's over now. Yeah. So if you want, you can go for a drink next door. And we were like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Left. I'll be all right, you know. <laughs> Went back to our hotel, and we and we can just see, like, all of the gangbangers out, police car there, people running around, like, the yeah, eye was mad. As if you were partially involved in a drive-by shooting in Belize, and you were going to let the punters think that your most dangerous experience was cycling to <laughs> <laughs> That's sensational. <laughs> and then the other one, real quick, with DJT in Belize again, like yeah. a week later, we got... Um, Bikes and we cycled to work. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little kayak or rowing boat, whatever. I don't know about the sea and all that stuff. Yeah. And then we, we went out to kind of go really far out and we were almost... We were like feeling ourselves like we're pretty good at this. Mm. Get miles out and then we were just, <laughs> we were just chilling for a little bit. Maybe like 20 minutes of just not paddling. And then we turned around and we were like, Oh shit! We're actually flying away from the the thing from the from the um like coast or whatever, and the sea was just like we would have been gone. Yeah. Like so, then I was like, "All right, Toby, let's not panic. Like, if we panic and use all our energy, we're actually we're dead, or like we're we're gonna have to call out a rescue or something." So then we we were going against the the tide. Yeah, yeah. We're literally trying as hard as we could, and we were like, "All right." Don't say a word for 200 strokes and don't even look where we're going. Just see how far we can get, like, pace it out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally were killing ourselves. And then we realised every time we were trying to go towards the tide, we were getting dragged further back. So I was, I was in my mind, I was like 75% willing this to give it. up. Yeah. And then we managed to... <laughs> it's be so, so <laughs> typical that you halfway through, without telling Toby you're still working, it's not after you've literally just sat there. <laughs> Wow, what is the point? <laughs> Pretty obvious. What's going to happen here? What's the point even stopping it? 
But yeah, we were both panicking and then uh, like all sorts of things were being considered. Like, do we just jump out and try and swim back? All this stuff because it just wasn't working. And then we just about managed to realise that if we went sideways parallel to the coast for ages, we reached some like softer sea. And then when my heart, by the time we reached the soft sea and Mm. we're like getting back, I was like flipping off. That that was actually way more dangerous than the shootout because yeah, yeah. I wasn't involved. You were powerless. Yeah. Yeah. Good anyway. job you didn't bow down to the 75%. <laughs> yeah. so, so true. Good job. Good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. 75% wanted to give up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like you displayed some quite good management, actually. Yeah, we did well. Not we, picking up down and going for 200 strikes. Yeah. It's good. It's good to know. <laughs> right, so um, I actually pre wrote a little agenda. To navigate our way through the last few weeks. Can I just come in as we were talking about like being being hanging, (laughs) being hanging like this morning? Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even working at the moment. Yeah. As 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 you've already heard. Due to the. I woke up this morning. I slept for like 13 hours after what can only be described as a very heavy weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I knew I had I'd booked a driving lesson at nine. A.M. 9am. So I, my, I did go to bed at like 8.30 or something last night. I slept yeah. for a long old time. Uh, I was having burgers, chips and booze at 9.30 last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey. Get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I woke up, uh, I set my alarm for 8 because I needed, after a heavy old sleep, we need a bit of time to wake up. And mm. for those of you who can't drive yet, I know Carlos, you're one of those people. Yeah, probably um, never do you have to like I'm never do you have to, there's so much concentration required especially mm. like as you're learning I've only done like eight or nine lessons but you really have to be so focused because there's so much to think about and there's so much you can do that's genuinely wrong as well yeah 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 absolutely like you're in you're in control of a powerful little thing and one little like thing wrong and there's actually genuine bad stuff happens yeah 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 um anyway you do that when you're pranging out so <laughs> at the stroke of nine I see my driving instructor put up and I go and sit in the car and he goes Right, Joe. So um, mock test today. <laughs> yeah, that on like, lesson eight or nine. Yeah, I know. You're no, flying he, 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 in my last lesson, describes my progress as extraordinary. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he said you're doing extraordinarily well, Joe. Yeah. Anyway, so I did a mock. I did, Lewis Hamilton out here. Young junior. I, I did a mock test, and I passed. Oh, no. Yeah. So you you can drive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a mock test. It was yeah, just yeah. with my instructor, but I mean, he he acted as, he acted as a. Whatever, uh, uh, not as the person who's examiner, as the examiner would have. Um, Yeah, ten ten minors, ten minors out of a possible fifteen, and no no majors. No majors. Do you know how long it will be until he actually puts you in? Well, I mean, I'm hoping I've booked, so I've got four more lessons in the bank. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that at the end of those four lessons, if I'm already onto mock tests now, and I've already passed, that he'll he'll say, yeah, you can go for your test. That's unreal. Well done, James. Good lad. Good lad. So yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last pod about my little brother's um, driving test. No, go ahead. But um, if you take his advice, which I laughed at when he, when he <laughs> said it to me, you'll be fine. So he took his driving test and he failed it. And this is after he'd already picked up his car from uh, Morden, which is the end of the Northern Line, drove it back to New Cross, <laughs> got pulled over by the police and didn't obviously wasn't insured. But they only pulled him over basically on racial profiling. Yeah. And and were like, um, what have you got in the car? And he was really polite to him and was like, 
oh, like, absolutely nothing. I've just picked it up from this, like, um, agent here. And they were like, oh, apparently the, the guy had literally stopped him to cause trouble. Yeah. And he goes to him, um, oh, don't worry, lad. I know a cunt when I see one, and you're definitely not one. Have a nice day. And he genuinely said that. Yeah, and the hilarious thing was, Fucking he man. was actually breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, my brother was like, yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm good. Like, blah, blah, blah. I drove it from there to New Cross. I'm going to pass. Yeah. He took it and failed. And then I messaged him like, oh, you might as well do a few more lessons. He was like, no, I've already booked my next one. I was like, like take a few more lessons if you just <laughs> failed. And he goes, no, Carlos, I know how to drive. I just need to drive how they want me to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if it's that easy, then why didn't you do it the first time? But then, fair play, he passed it the next time. So Joe, just drive how they want you to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Go in there and tick right. the boxes that got to be ticked. Cheers. Mm. We'll take that well, that could be a rolling feature then. We'll see if you bit of pressure on your shoulders now. You got the got the the eyes of the world on no, you. No, no, I'm 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 quietly confident. I'm quietly confident. Yeah. But yeah. Good man. We'll see how it goes. What car you've been dri- uh learning in? What motor? The Fiesta? Yes. Yeah. It's nice. a nice it's a nice little motor by the way. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> nice. It's good. Tidy runner. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. Right, so let me quickly get the agenda out. Um, so far, I've got today back to work. Lewis pranging out about trains. What have we? <laughs> Wait, all hang been... on, hang on. You I didn't even finish. The, I that on the you didn't agenda. even finish what made your day at work so funny. All we got to do was the train. <laughs> Just basically that. Imagine that person that genuinely thought that for five minutes on the way there, then going into a very serious office and having to do serious things all day. Okay, I get and it. you can I understand why right? it's it's. Just an absolute but isn't, joke. That's not like unusual for you to think something like that, is it? <laughs> no, I do often have thoughts like that. But today's one took me abnormally long to get to the bottom of. Right. <laughs> I'm just imagining you being sat in your office, like examining like a Daydream. pen. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, why does that pen work? Is <laughs> that school of thought that led me to my whole um, BC Tower? We'll get on to that at another point. I'll chat to the point about the yeah. BC Tower. Also, I've really, really fallen hard for the shard at the minute. <laughs> Again, we'll get onto that at another point. I, don't, I think we take it for granted. Quite the turnaround, though. No, no, it is a yeah, turnaround. From, turnaround. No, no, it is a turnaround. <laughs> that really is. That was almost your most dangerous time in life. Yeah. <laughs> when you threatened, who was it you threatened to impale me on the shard? Yourself. No, you <laughs> yeah, little, just, just little um, note to the punters. Probably yeah. like a year ago. I remember no, receiving, January or I re- February. I remember receiving a WhatsApp message from Lewis yeah. saying <laughs> sat here in my office thinking about impaling myself on the shard. <laughs> and now Lewis is quote I unquote yet, now fallen I hard yet. for the shard. No, I really have. <laughs> there's there's no there's literally no doubt in my mind that we take the shard for granted. In the same way as people people like everyone literally adores the Eiffel Tower and yeah, it's pretty good. But I'm not joking, it's genuinely not as good as the Shard and no one ever talks about it. <laughs> yeah, so since we've been away, a few landmark things to tick off. Joe's been to, I can't really keep up, but another few festivals. Carlos has been on a romantic getaway, which sounded nice. I've cycled to uh, cycled to Amsterdam with DJT. Um, so in what order shall we attack them? I reckon Joe, I feel like I've been, I've been doing a bit of talking recently. Joe, um, what have you? What has filled your time since we last spoke? Right. So since we last spoke, I was meant to be going to Houghton Festival. Yeah. Um, which is in 
Norfolk and it's an electronic music festival but in, in terms of like the kind of music so there's a lot of like minimal house a lot basically just like very very good house or well, for me like it's, it's, it's got quite, quite like a cult following mm. if you know about identification of music group it's very much like that is the kind of music that people are constantly like banging on about yeah anyway so there was a big old lead up to this as well like there's a big group of my friends going and a lot of chat about it in the lead up to it was very very excited and then on the day on the first day of the festival on the Thursday we received the shocking news that it had been cancelled um fire festival and my sister for example was actually on the train on the way there when she found out this news so it was like yeah it's terrible like terrible organisation but I suppose um blah 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 why was it cancelled? you're not going to believe why it was cancelled it was cancelled because of the wind (laughs) (laughs) so they were expecting something like well the line is that they were expecting like 60 mile like 40, 50, 60 mile per hour winds yeah and I don't really have any gauge of like what a fast wind is like wind is yeah um but apparently 40, 50, 60 is like way faster than the insurance for or the insurance covered yeah. so they had to scrap the festival what, like the stages would have fallen down and shit like that yeah because there's lots of tents and it's like in the woods I don't know if like the trees fall over under that amount of wind anyway stages I don't know. could fall on stages crowds. could fall over so I if mean obviously if the stage falls on a crowd in a, in a woods and there's no one there to hear it did it really happen great question <laughs> if someone's playing minimal techno in the woods and no one's there to be bored by it did it really happen <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that got cancelled. Fortunately, I hadn't planned to go till the Friday, so um, I it wasn't as much of a letdown for me. Mm. I hadn't got as excited. Um, but anyway, on that day, I booked a ticket for We Out Here, which is um, essentially a completely different kind of festival in terms of the, the kind of music. Um, but anyway, I'll get onto that after. Yeah. I had a very, very heavy weekend that weekend just because everyone was literally ready to go to a festival. Yeah. People had taken the time off work. Yeah. So lots of people had taken the Friday and the Monday off work and they're like, well, I'm not going to waste this weekend. Yeah, we yeah. need to go for it. Do something. So, so went out a couple of times and it was an absolute blast. I had was a, that, did I had you a do great that in time. London or were you out? Yeah, no, we went in London. I know quite a few people who had, or a couple of groups who like, booked Airbnbs, like massive Airbnbs yeah. and just had a party for a weekend. Mm. Which is only great. Yeah, some boys I knew, some of them were still at Birmingham University and the others just went and bought, like, they could. They managed to find two Airbnbs that were next to each other on a street and, like, Mad. packed it out with, like, 50-odd yeah, 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 people yeah. in, like, the three houses combined and just had an absolute shock out. Mad. Um, anyway, so, yeah, that weekend was great. And We Out Here was the weekend after. Um, and, I mean, I was still... I wasn't very excited for We Out Here just because I was still kind of feeling kind of it. And I was like, well, it just literally... Basically, like, done a festival... Of the weekend before, yeah, got to be out here, and I was at work on the Friday. Got when there, oh no no, yeah, I'd work, and then went there after, and I still wasn't very excited. I got there on my own. Oh really? It was pissing down with rain as well. Oh, like the forecast oh. wasn't good. And I was like, oh god, have we just like made a terrible decision here? Yeah yeah yeah. And you know what? It ended up being like the one of the best festivals I've ever been to. Really? It was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. What made it so good? I hadn't really heard of it despite until about two months ago. It, I mean, it's a new festival. It's Charles right. Peterson's festival, and it's very like very much like, um, like the new kind of like jazz wave. Lots of live music, some mm. excellent live music, but also with like the the nighttime, yeah, like shenanigans going on as well. Um, where is where is it? 
Is it the same place as Secret Garden Party? So oh, you, you went there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good good spot with like a lake. Location. Got a bit of a got a bit of a woods vibe as well. Yeah, woods vibe, woods vibe. And so despite the rain on the first night, like what made it so good was that it like ticked so many boxes in terms of like family festival. So it was marketed as a family festival. And beforehand I was thinking, is this is this just gonna be like is it is that just like I mean, look at the lineup. Is this is this really going to be families? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So it was loads of children running all over the place, which was actually quite nice. Yeah. The weather was excellent. Um. It was really, really diverse. Like by far the most diverse festival in terms of like age, ethnicity, um, blah blah blah, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. That was great because like usually festivals are so middle, so like white middle class. Like, I went to Glastonbury, um. Yeah. And for like the oldest festival in the UK, it's like so like not Undiverse. diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How much um, was the ticket? Like 120, 130 quid. Um, that, but that was like... Quite appreciably cheap. That was right. Yeah. I bought it right at the end. Um, and yeah, so that was, it was just like really, really great. Like I would really thoroughly recommend it to anyone who um, yeah, likes festivals, really. Yeah. Yeah, it was really I feel good. like I've kind of played myself not doing a festival this summer. Massively. Because I haven't even been on like a big holiday either. So I'm just yeah, gonna... I'm jealous of the festivals. I don't see why I didn't do it. I was going to say, you just reminded me of something by saying it was such a diverse festival. But obviously Carnival was yesterday. And for for different Joe, you went, did you? I don't know if you could class it as going, but I did. <laughs> I, I was there, but I wasn't really present. Yeah, I get you. I get. But like this year, none of us really went. But um, it is the the chat around carnival that you see about like um, it's just an excuse for so many people to come out and talk about it as being this big, huge crime event, horrible, blah blah yeah. blah, 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 all this drama. Um, from a certain section of society who like to look at it as like a black event and in their minds black... the Katie Hopkins part of society yeah exactly Katie Hopkins in her mind loads of black people together having fun is just crime yeah but then certainly can't be allowed that's for sure yeah exactly but then on the other side you've got Creamfields which was really white and people had like found the statistics that Creamfields actually had more deaths and arrests on not no maybe not deaths not sure about that one but more Glastonbury has more has more arrests and more deaths yeah. than Carnival. Every, yeah, every exactly. Year. So it, it was just that whole conversation, That's maybe for another time, but mm. it's just nice to hear that it doesn't have to be the extreme of like, well, Creamfields is white and everyone's taking drugs and dying and getting arrested and Carnival's black and it's so violent and there's the threat of knife crime and blah, 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 blah. Mm. It, that idea of like a truly diverse festival does sound appealing. Mm. Yeah, and I've got to say like, of all the festival of all the festivals I've been to, like the vibe was just the nicest. Yeah. It was so nice, like everyone was just so friendly. Mm. I mean, I, I know I said spoke about Glastonbury being a really nice vibe, but I don't know something about we out here just gave it like a bit more of a bit more of an edge. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm really annoyed at myself that I haven't got to one this summer. Um, when does when does festival season kind of end? You went, made, you went Maiden Voyage something. Yeah, yeah. Like Dave, Dave, Dave says he's totally calm. No, no, no. Completely not the same. Experience. Not the same. Mm. You've got to be in a camp and like waking up to a tinny when you're sweating. You know what I mean, yeah. that's, that's when you're out here. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. Uh, what else have you done since then? So, I, I think on the last one I spoke about this work experience that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and it's at, the, it's at this... this production company in London and they produce this podcast called Tail Enders. It's a cricket podcast mm. and it's obviously a very exciting time for cricket. Yeah. Um, 
I don't really understand what's going on, but I know that people that like cricket say it's good at the minute. Yeah, well, it's excellent. There was the <laughs> there was the IPL, the Indian Premier League, which was really good, um, and then obviously the World Cup, and now the Ashes is happening. And just for those of you who have managed to slip through the net on this one, England just like remark, like absolutely remarkably, just saved the series mm. by chasing and achieving a, a record like amount number of runs yeah, yeah, when, they yeah. looked, when they were, the odds were completely stacked against them yeah anyway so they produced this podcast called tail enders and last week i was um uh i was my task was to devi- to devise a marketing plan for a live tail enders event which is coming up so i spent like two or three days devising this plan i mean and i was a complete kind of a bit all at sea at this point because i mean what do i know yeah apart, apart from like the guerrilla marketing that we do here, <laughs> <laughs> here at Flix Radio. Did you, did you suggest confronting someone in a web of spoons in South London and getting them to subscribe? <laughs> or telling them that we are London's fastest, fastest growing <laughs> podcast. You want to get on now while you still can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I was I was told to devise this marketing plan and along comes the big old date where the tickets go live mm. and the tickets sold out in 30 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> So the marketing plan was marketing scrapped. Marketing plan works. Oh no! Oh, you didn't even need it. So I didn't need it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that 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 was the highlight, and also not the highlight of my time at at, at, at this uh, this production company. Good stuff. Well, it's nice to uh, you know we can do work chat, we can do festival chat, <laughs> do marketing plans. You, know, you can't put us in a box. Um, Carlos, how has your time been? Yeah, it's been good. I started working. Yep. Been grinding it out. Seven, 13 hour days, some days. Bless. So there's no shouts of me being lazy anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, aside from that, it's kind you're of... you quite wham at the minute. Are you still doing gym? You still managed to fit it in in your busy schedule? Uh, I actually went gym with Toby on lunchtime. Oh, you've been going at lunch? But every, all, when, when everyone at work found out, they were like, you're a psychopath. He's like, you're like, these days are so long and you're going gym. Like, what's wrong with you? And it was one guy actually pulled me pulled me aside at lunchtime. He saw me going into the gym. He was like, "Hey, yo, yo, come here, come here, come here." He's like, "You're doing you're doing the same job as me, right?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He was like, "What are you doing, man?" He was like, "You need to rest, bro." He's like, "It's way too long." He's like, "No, man, honestly, like I rate it, but you need to you, you need to use this time to chill because it, it's a long day." <laughs> and uh, and after that sit down, I was like, "You know what?" He's he's right. He's this not is, right. There's a bit too much. He's not right. He's oh, not right. This is actually interesting. You're doing what you're doing. It's um, working. <laughs> because it's something I've been thinking about recently since um, I haven't been working, which has obviously not been for a very long time. <clears throat> and so I worked at a school. Can you like turn one of them off? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, listen, I've just been fiddling with the no, light in the room in the studio. I mean, oh, hey, go look good in that light. That one. No, the one before. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. Um, so, how, obviously, how I, that? I worked at a school from September to July. Yeah. And that was, like, my first full-time, like, proper job. Obviously, I've been at uni and then I was at, at six one before that in school. Um, and what I found is that despite work, obviously, taking up a large portion of your day, it makes me so much more productive it makes you so much more productive with your time mm. and I think I'm I, I can't really imagine myself not obviously with 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 um a few exceptions but like 
I can't imagine myself not being in full time work. Yeah, and I can't imagine myself being lazy ever. No, I get, I get, I got what some people get over like education at an early age, where there's like, oh no, I literally need to be like studying now and doing revision now and doing. This. But I got that starting work, and I literally I can't like even on a Saturday I need to like do need to do stuff with it mm. on a Sunday do stuff. Yeah, with it. yeah, it's really weird because I remember the day before I started my the, my the last job I had at school, at the school, I remember thinking to myself. Jesus Christ! Like, what what have I done here? Like, I've mm. got a, I'm, I, this is me for the next year. Yeah, and then it's so like mad thinking about the transformation and just thinking now like I really need to like I can get my act together because I miss it. Yeah, and not even that. This is us until. Well, have you seen uh, old Bojo's latest announcement? No, go on. Wants the retirement age to be up to seventy five, uh, which in a number of. UK towns, the life expectancy is less than that, so we're going to be working till we die. <laughs> so on that, that sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like from from completely the other end of the spectrum, Lucky someone us. who's so lazy, me yeah. compared to you two, sounds like you two will be loving it, like working. <laughs> I'll be there like sixty three, like sitting around doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Props to you though, Carlos. Cycling to work, thirty yeah. hour days, gym at work. I've changed. Nice. It's good. No, it's, it's, yeah. you can see it on you. You look vibrant. <laughs> Good to see. Oh, shout out to the punters. They must be loving it. So I went Whitstable. Um, I ain't going to bore you with the ins and outs of my holiday, but it was a very nice holiday. Shout mm. out, and you, Charlotte, Tom, whatever. Yeah. Um, but being do any, there... Do any of them listen? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 you do um, more guerrilla marketing on your holidays. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, one thing I noticed first off is because I went to school in Kent, so did Joe. And then we were talking before, like, where should we go in the UK for a little cheap holiday on bank holiday? And they were like, oh, Kent, we could go somewhere in Kent, blah, blah, blah. And, that, in, and I was like, I put a joke up straight away, like, oh, I'm not Kent. It's just like, there's just something about it. It's mm, horrible. You're too used to it. So I know what it's like. I know what Kent's about. And, um, you know, they say in England, like, the su- Southerners are very, like, uptight and mm. Northerners are just so friendly and hilarious, which in our experience has found to be true. Yeah. Literally. So get down to Kent and so if you think Londoners are moody Londoners are moody but they're quite cool with it Kent is just like moodiness of London times two aggression rudeness no <laughs> no charm nothing <laughs> slick about it it's just like Kent <laughs> and then so we get there and we get our first cab driver we get pick up a cab and he's this huge guy like he, he, he probably should sh- should hit gym but anyway it's up to him it's his life and he, he's sitting in his cab like leaning back and then we all get in, obviously, buzzing, looking forward for a little holiday, mm. boiling weather. And chatting to him, like, oh, you from round here then, mate? He's, like, nodding, not really saying much. We're like, it's like, so, um, I think one of the girls was like, so you got any recommendations? What should we do in Whitstable? We, like, we've never been here. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we like, what? What, you ain't got any recommendations? He's like, no. <laughs> and you're from Whitstable? He's like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to give any regret. Then afterwards, like this, the guy I was with, Tom, had to warm him up so much, like chat to him about anything he'd get excited about, like pubs and all that. And then when he was like talking about the pubs, he managed to just crack a tiny smile out of him. He's like, "Yeah, we have got quite a few pubs." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah, they are nice." They are nice. <laughs> so then, so then that's when I was just like, "Yeah, Kent is a miserable place." Yeah. But then the second cab driver we had was even funnier. Like, he was actually from Lewisham, so I was like, oh, what school did you go? He's like, I ain't going to lie to you, mate. can't even remember the name of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that was another red flag. Oh. And then and then on one of the nights we were going home at like ten and we, we had Monopoly. We'd been drinking and everything, but we were like gonna bang out a bit of Monopoly. Yeah. And he couldn't get why young people would be going out to play going home to play Monopoly. Yeah. He's like, I ain't like quirky Monopoly, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was getting at like a little bit of like a yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like strip monopoly. Anyway, that's him. And then the third cab driver he was like smoking his vape and he was like, it ain't THC in there. I wish it was though. <laughs> and then when he dropped us out, he literally smashed up his car on the curb and hit into a wall. And he's just like, and I was like, yeah, Kent is against an odd place. <laughs> but no, all that aside, um, Whitstable is actually peng. Yeah. I'm not really into pubs, but it's got the nicest pub I've ever been to mm. in UK. Like on the, called the Neptune. Um, just so nice. But then my bone to pick, what you're going to say, and I yeah. don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I always get in trouble when, when we go away with Annie because she's like, you just literally don't shut up about this piece of analysis. Like, it's mm. so boring now. But... Um, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Detail. But basically, the British seaside is just so dark to me. Mm. Like, all I can see when I'm there is just like the drug addicts, the alcoholics, the homelessness all the shops that are just boarded up, nothing's there, like houses that just need to be knocked down and started again. And it does just, every time I'm there, it just does make me think, these towns are literally dying out. And I know who can blame a family for choosing to go on a cheap, like £30 holiday to Spain, where you're guaranteed good weather. But every time I go, it does make me think, I don't know, it's just the way things have worked out. There needs to be some investment or whatever, but... Those places, I've never been more scared in England than in countryside towns, uh, not like seaside, seaside towns, towns that have just been economically abandoned and you've just got kids doing crunch lines and all the crackheads. You should get yourself to Scarborough. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it sends me on the hairs on no, your I, chest. It does make me think, like, obviously, I, I never go to the seaside on non sunny days, but yeah. what happens at, like, what on do? a seaside town, in a seaside town? on a rainy day what yeah. does it look like yeah like is, there, is there anyone there what's going on it is <laughs> chilling thought oh, I forgot to mention that yeah me and DJT cycled over 200 miles jeez cycled around Holland really really briefly if any, anyone's out there is thinking of doing a kind of activity holiday get yourself on a ferry and go and cycle somewhere it's, it is banging absolutely brilliant uh, and Holland is literally flat like everyone said before that it's flat then you get there and you realize that it's li- it's literally flat as in like if you're stood on a step ladder you can see from one side of it to the other <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah no do that if you can get a mo and also i've just checked but every time before we start it's a little insight for the for the listeners every time before we go on air i um check our uh, itunes page to see if we've got any new um uh, reviews and we've got we've got one. So it's from a bloke who's called himself Blumo Blump ninety nine. What? Oh my god! Yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> what are you boys? I reckon it's um. I don't know. It could be. That's that's the only other other than you. That's the only person. It, it could, could be Edwin. <laughs> Oh shit, sorry, okay, no. The problem is basically we've got this review. We don't know who it's come from, but it's one of the best pieces of writing that I've ever I've ever read. Um yeah, so for a bloke who calls himself Blumo Blump <laughs> Blumo Blump ninety nine. 
And the heading is funny dot 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 and the rest. <laughs> Rarely in life am I... <laughs> you can see this for yourself, partners. This is no word of a lie. Rarely in life am I left gobsmacked. The Concord, what a creation. The iPhone, likewise. This just might be the third creation on that list. Like Heston Blumenthal, you three have moulded audio worlds that many would never think of putting together. Comedy, intellect, sport and film. Like Blumenthal's bacon and egg ice cream, you've led the way. And it just works. Thank you. And Blummo Blump 99 please reveal yourself and we'll give you some signed merch. <laughs> and on that bombshell, are we alright with us ending the show? Of course. I certainly am. <laughs> All right, then. We'll see you next time, Flicksters. <laughs> oh, we're not having Flicksters. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>